0: You're listening to the John DiPietro Show. You know, I have, um, I've covered a lot of rallies. I've covered a lot of protests. The summer of 2020, Black Lives Matter riots, the Antifa riots, very violent clashes at the, uh, Providence police station, Ilmwood Avenue. I mean, I've, I've covered some pretty violent, um public demonstrations and and really if anything riots but i i even i was taken aback at what i saw and recorded and filmed firsthand on saturday downtown providence i don't know how many people i I mean at least 700 maybe 800 um maybe more but what I saw on the streets, and what it's also so telling, is it the silence of our local media, of acceptance. I think part of it is they're intimidated by them. You can't be intimidated by them. You can't be intimidated by them. But that's the most violent rally I've seen since the Black Lives Matter riots of 2020. When you had over, and this is all on DiPietro.com. I'm going to play you some of the audio. Uh, you had over i don't know how many over 800 people and it was pouring rain by the way if you remember i mean on saturday right it was pouring rain i initially didn't think that they'd get a big turnout um selfishly i was hoping they wouldn't get a big turnout i thought maybe they'd move it to sunday they didn't but the driving the jews out of an island chants i've just i've never been around such vi- uh, vile anti-semitic chants the language by the crowd Uh, all supporting hamas jews must leave rhode island they had people dressed up as paragliders like the ones that landed at that music festival on october 7th in israel they killed over 260 young people who were just at a peace rave or music festival you had people fully dressed up as hamas of course all the palestinian flags that much you expect you had they would stop then they marched all over the city if you haven't seen it i have the links the video proof on the website dipetro.com um they would stop in front of the jewish businesses and then rattle the doors and spit in the doorway and it, it was it was really um you know you wonder i don't know maybe not everyone wonders i would used to wonder how come during the 30s and 40s right why didn't more people speak up now i get now i totally get it because so many people are cowards so many people won't call them out for it so many people especially in the local media the press they are so go along to get along and let them get away with it and or they they agree with it the MC of the rally is a trans individual who's a member of the providence whatever they are democrat socialists and that is so pathetic that these individuals were actually marching and this person was the MC. maybe people don't realize so in in gaza they they get it, the person's name is maya psl rhode island and you know there's a photo of him on social media he's got makeup on and lipstick and he's dressed as a woman and he was leading the chance do you understand he's leading the chance against israel for gaza and in gaza the only religion that's allowed is muslim in gaza you can't there's no jews or christians in gaza they execute anyone who's gay or trans and they have all the You know, child brides, they grab young children age 11, young girls, child brides. I mean, it's disgraceful. This person was leading the protest that if he was in Gaza, he would be executed. So let's go. This is some of my original sound. And this is Saturday. Hey, hey, ho, ho, Jews in Israel have to go. Hey, ho, hey, hey, ho, ho, Israel has got to go. Let's hear it. Now, what does that say? What does that mean? There's no coverage of that in local media aside from DiPietro.com. None. None. Nope. Pretending it didn't happen. And then all these people denying it. You know, there were people online (laughs) that were saying that I wasn't there. Uh, I was absolutely soaked. Here's something else that really um, surprised me was the the Allah Akbar chants. Gee, when have we heard that? Uh, anytime there's a terrorist attack and they start screaming Allah Akbar. I mean, th- this is the crowd. It- it's the most violent crowd I've been in in a while and a dangerous crowd. And who knew that the state has sleeper cells and i mean i didn't realize it at the time that we had this type of scenario going on listen to this right in front of they were calling it palestine place mall instead of providence place mall listen to the crowd chanting Allah akbar I mean that's the Muslim, that's the Muslim extreme Muslim terrorist calling card. All of them chanting Allah Akbar.
1: This is oh, i they're yelling Allah Akbar.
0: But this is the chant. Hey, hey, ho ho, Jews in Israel have gotta go. Hey, hey, ho ho. Israel has got to go. What does that mean? That means genocide. Eradicate. know not one democrat elected leader statewide has called him out on this folks this is broken this is getting worse this is getting more dangerous why are people being silent you know to me this is another example right what was the nuremberg trials i was just following orders look at the gutlessness of the local press and it goes into the newsrooms because these would be decisions by news editors, news directors. The gutlessness to aid and be aid and enable this incredible anti-Semitism right there at the Rhode Island State House on Saturday, folks. You're listening to the John DePietro Show. AJ Drywall, Plaster, Home Improvement. Call them today for a free quote. You can also find them on Facebook, 401-323-9252. 323-9252, AJ, drywall, plasters, home improvement, frame-to-finish basements. What a difference it'll make in your basement. Acoustic ceilings. Look how beautiful your ceiling could be. New homes, additions. Also, commercial rehabs, painting, remodeling. Contact them today. It's a family-run business aj drywall plaster home improvements call for a free quote what a difference they'll make in your home your ceilings floors basements 401-323-9252 what a difference beautiful walls and ceilings 401-323-9252 you can also find them on facebook It's A.J. drywall, plaster, and home improvements for your home or business. You're listening to The John DePietro Show. Some uh, false flags to listen for are people that are calling for an immediate ceasefire. Um, That's ridiculous. That's ludicrous. If you call for an immediate ceasefire, what you're basically doing is you want to leave Hamas in control. Let's go to this is a ninety five year old Israeli reservist, and he says the only solution for peace to be alive is to defeat Hamas in a way that will hurt them so much. This brilliant man, listen to this.
2: Here we go.
1: Do you think the population is also guilty for Hamas, for the existence of
2: Hamas? Most of them. I won't tell all I will say all of them. We don't want to kill every Palestinian. Speak for yourself. We Our enemy not to exist, not to be alive, because they don't have the right to live. But if they take as shields their women and children, we are not, uh, we shouldn't be responsible for their life, for the shields. But there are a lot of children dying as well. The Hamas is the reason of their death, not us. Mm. Well, it's your bombs that are dying Like when... Uh, 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 the British bombarded Dresden. Hmm. Those who were killed, you can't blame the British have to blame the Germans hmm. that they That's caused right. it. This time. we have to put an end to every everyone who has in mind not only to kill us, to, to back those who kill us, to back, those. Yeah. to back them to to help them right we have to put that because we have the right to to be alive and the only way to be alive is to defeat them in a way that it will hurt them so much that's right like germany was defeated in europe and japan was defeated in the in the far east right you really think that's what should happen? Yes, it has to be so. We, we don't have any other way to to live in peace.
0: He's exactly right. Ninety-five-year-old reservist. Also, I am. Um, I think it's absolutely just sick how that that member of the squad, Talib, in Michigan, Dearborn, Michigan. I mean, she was the one pushing the lie that the hospital in Gaza was bombed by Israel. Total lie. Um, she perpetrated that Talib. So what has then happened? So this woman was brutally killed right in front of her own house. I mean that was one of the end results. Samantha Wall, who led the um, Isaiah uh, Agreed Downtown Synagogue community leader, worked to build bridges. That poor woman was killed. I believe in the district of Talib. That nutcase member of the squad who spread the lie by the way they were announcing that lie on saturday on saturday in downtown providence they were continuing the lie they continue to put that out with no accountability rashid talib she's the one right in her district this poor woman was killed hey there's blood on her hands she's the one that was perpetrating the lie the jewish woman murdered in detroit guess who her rep in congress is that's right rashid talib member of the squad who continues israel just bombed the baptist hospital killing 500 palestinians doctors children patients she's yet to disavow that and she perpetrated the lie and then this woman for no the, the reason the woman was killed was for being jewish folks this is genocide much like the whole chant from the river to the sea that's talking about that they're going to drive the jews into the Mediterranean sea that doesn't mean we're going to live peacefully we're going to drive out all the jews and by any means necessary is what they say so does that sound like a group that you can sit across the table with does that sound like a group that you could in fact have any type of meaningful conversation with by the way the speaking of the squad listener omar freaks out someone asked why israel shouldn't have the right to defend themselves this is the squad how
3: many more killings is enough for you is it a thousand more
0: let me hear this here we go right
3: from the beginning.
1: A question from anyone
3: else? How many more killings is enough for you? Is it a thousand more? Two thousand more? Three thousand more? How many more Palestinians would make you happy if they died? Will you be fine if all of the people of Gaza were gone? Would that make you happy? Would that be the thing that makes you proud? And maybe that's the question you should ask Richie. Is he okay? How many more Palestinian lives is he comfortable with? Because I am not comfortable with any more.
0: Elon Omar. Standing with the squad member, Presley, who was with Gabe Ammo. Standing with that. Media still won't ask him about it, by the way. (laughs) Which I don't understand. Um... i i I just uh, folks these people they're beyond despicable they're filled with hate um they're, they're advocating for genocide is what they're doing and and by the way i i'm also realizing that they have cover in the press especially local press you won't find anything about it this is the democrat party just wants to pretend that none of this is going on absolutely disgraceful it is folks you're listening to the john DePietro show When it comes to insurance, you need a neighbor, a partner, and friend. You need Shapa Insurance Agency. They're located right on Reservoir Avenue in Cranston. Call today. Free consultation. Four zero one nine hundred I insu 401-900-4678. Shapa Insurance. SIA. Stephen, very experienced. Whether it's auto, home renters, business insurance, flood, recreational, umbrella, any other protection for your assets, Rhode Island of Massachusetts, Shopper Insurance Agency, your agency of choice. Call today. Set up a meeting. They're so knowledgeable. Can have everything under one roof. Call Shopper Insurance today, 401-900-INSU or 401-900-4678. Look for them on Facebook, again, located Reservoir Avenue in Cranston, Shapa Insurance Agency. Your neighbor, your partner, your friend. One-Stop Insurance Solutions. You're listening to The John DiPietro Show. Folks, CD1 election. Now, there's two weeks left of the campaign. This is it for Gary Leonard. This is it. If he's going to make a move, I don't understand Why Democrat Gabe Ammo, who pals around with Black Lives Matter and members of the squad, is given a free pass. I have no idea. Speaking of the squad, let's hear Elon Omar. It's scary to serve with people that won't call for a ceasefire in Israel. In her mind, it's scary. Listen to this. This is the squad. I
3: want to say how insane and painful, and scary, it is to work and serve in a space where we have a a member in our caucus say all Muslims are responsible for this and not a single condemnation comes from our caucus leadership or any member of Congress. How is it, how is it that we are serving in a body, serving in a body where there are members who condemn us for asking for peace, for ceasefire, the most simplest thing?
0: No, you don't get a ceasefire. You don't get a ceasefire squad member. No, it doesn't work that way. No, Israel has the right to respond (laughs) what do you mean this should be a ceasefire a ceasefire what you meaning like the next day calling for a ceasefire hamas terrorists are the sole reason that americans are unable to leave gaza this is the ambassador biden's special envoy to the middle east did an interview on, um, I believe it was, MSNBC. Listen King to this. Sullivan said
3: it was Hamas that was holding up people being able to depart. Is it primarily Hamas? Are the Egyptians holding it up? Who, who is preventing people from leaving?
0: Answer is very simple. It is Hamas. There you go, Jen Psaki. It's not that complicated, folks. No, a ceasefire. I, I understand why they want a ceasefire but as i said that'd be like japan calling for a ceasefire the day after they attack pearl harbor guess what yeah of course you do because they don't want any retribution if you want if you're calling for a ceasefire you're calling for the terrorists to remain in charge and as i said it doesn't work that way yeah of course you want that but you're not going to get your way folks we need strong leadership clearly we're not getting it there are some people that are speaking out now locally i don't hear anyone speaking speaking out let's go to the campaign trail florida governor ron de talking about these students that come here and protest I like this.
4: And I think what this terrorist attack in Israel has shown us is we're vulnerable from all the people that have come illegally because they have come from Iran, too. It's not just Mexico, yes. Central America, Russia, China, Middle East, all that stuff. But I think what we also saw when the blood wasn't even dry on the Israelis who had been massacred, you had people in America going out protesting in favor of Hamas. Yes. And that's like very chilling. Some of these people are not U.S. citizens; they're student visas. So, as president, if you're on a student visa and you're a foreigner and you're out there celebrating terrorism, I'm canceling your visa and I'm sending you home.
0: Good. It's about time someone does that. It's about time someone says that. I, I, I just I can't listen to these people. I, I. It's just, and 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 as I mentioned earlier, the what we witnessed, what I witnessed saturday in downtown providence folks i am telling you it was that's what it must have been like to be in berlin in the late 30s i've just i i as someone i mean catholic school for 12 years i am on the the board the coalition rhode island coalition for israel the anti-semitism that was coming out uh everything's the united states fault everything is israel's fault it is um but I, I kid you not, and this is, how about this is going on in a school, sc- this is going on in schools where the kids are chanting this in the hallways. Can you imagine being a Jewish child in this school?
3: From the river to the sea, will be free. From the river to the sea, Palestine
1: will be free.
0: Now, again, I understand some people don't understand that chant, from the river to the sea what they are talking about is genocide what they're talking about is only muslims arab muslims from the river to the sea we will eradicate the jewish people there'll be no jews we're going to drive them into the mediterranean sea they were chanting it saturday and this is being chanted in (laughs) schools. How can you—I can't imagine being a Jewish student in in a school, number one, where this is tolerated, and number two, that you're around people. That's what they're talking about is genocide. That's what they're talking about is they want to eradicate all the Jews. Now, keep in mind, folks, Palestinians, Hamas, they don't want to just kill the Jewish people of Israel. They want to kill all Jews. That's Hamas— that is hezbollah in lebanon of course this is coming from iran who's a big player here this is as i as i've tried to explain the new world order putin four nations north korea china russia and iran guess what they want to do to america you guessed it destroy america but i am um, i don't understand locally why these individuals are given a free pass i i wish i could give you an answer i don't have an answer folks you're listening to the john DePietro show at med urgent care walk in urgent care center all your medical needs they're open seven days a week doctors and nurses two locations 1524 atwood avenue in johnston that's right in the atwood medical center 5750 post road east greenwich right across from felicia's again they're open seven days a week there's two locations: one near you, Johnson, right in the Atwood Medical Center, and also 5750 Post Road East Greenwich. That's right across from Felicia's. When you need, and I need urgent care, you want At Med Urgent Care. Again, two locations: 1524 Atwood Avenue in Johnson, in the Atwood Medical Center, and 5750 Post Road East Greenwich. Seven days a week, doctors and nurses at Med Urgent Care. Folks, you're listening to the John DePietro show. Joining us right now, Tom for our legal segment. He is our uh, legal analyst and also one of Rhode Island's best uh, attorneys. It's it's attorney Tim Dodd. And Tim, let's start off. You know, there's definitely a uh, running theme with the Tim Dodd segment, attorney Dodd segment, which is running into problems and then talking nonstop with police. Sometimes is not seemingly the best strategy. So. The Northfield Police have <laughs> released this body cam video of uh, the Bryant basketball coach. His name is Grasso, Coach Grasso. He's out on leave right now, and he was seemingly, um, at least the police believe he was. He may have been involved with some kind of a hit and run on 146. And the uh, the video of the body cam video of him going back and forth with the police, I just, I, I was actually. You know, I was kind of, well, it's not a murder. I was kind of chuckling out loud. I, I just couldn't believe what we were witnessing. It,
4: if, if people take anything away from these segments, it's don't, I mean, you, you almost never help yourself if you start volunteering information uh, to the police. Uh, case in point would be Josh Miller. He dug yeah. himself a hole speaking to the cops on video. Uh, Coach Grasso, sort of in the same boat. Um, you know, he comes out, he starts willingly having a chit chat with this uh, police officer who's only there to get information, who suspects Grasso of being involved in a hit and run. Grasso's, oh, come with me. I'll show you the damage to my car. I mean, it's, it's, and it comes up with a story that, oh, no, this happened at a restaurant, and I've asked the restaurateur uh, for video footage. Now, If there is such footage, and if it did happen really at a restaurant and there's video evidence, well, I guess the guy would have a plausible argument as to where this damage came from. Um, You've got apparently a um, other motorist who says, this guy sideswiped me, identifies the vehicle, gives the license plate. Yep. Now, let's assume Grasso didn't say anything. And let's assume there's more people in the household than just Grasso. And let's assume that the other motorists can't identify the operator. So they got a car, but they don't know who's the operator. Right. If he had shut his mouth and and not acknowledged to driving the car on that day, um, it would be a much more difficult case for the police to prove. Um, The coach's wife seemed much smarter than he was, yelling at him, get in the house, shut up. Yeah, I think that may
0: have been counsel on the the phone. Well, and and
4: he's got a very, very good lawyer. I I can't imagine the lawyer was doing anything but screaming into the phone, please shut up, please stop talking. Um, Because when a person does what the coach did, it makes it much more difficult for the lawyer because this guy is saying stuff which he shouldn't. He's admitting to being a driver of the car that day. Yep. He's giving a, a potentially preposterous um, alibi if it doesn't hold water. Yeah. Um, there's nothing to be gained by speaking to the cops at that time. you yep. know. And he he's like, along with someone like Josh Miller, they're the poster children if you were running a, a something saying, you know, if you don't want to get yourself in further criminal jeopardy, you should not be speaking to the cops in the manner that he did. I, I keep... want to
0: emphasize that, Tim. Donner. It's it's we're not, and I want the list, We're not saying not to cooperate, but in hindsight, let's mm-hmm. let's freeze the tape for a moment. Police officer, ring, North they ring the bell. In hindsight, what what would you or what what would you advise someone in that situation? How should they proceed?
4: Hi, officer, I have nothing to say to you. Um, If you have an arrest warrant for me, please call my lawyer and we'll arrange for my surrender. But until that time, I've got nothing to say.
0: Okay. And he's completely within his rights to do that.
4: Again, people, I get calls fairly frequently, more than you would think. Tim, you know, the police want me to come down and ask me about a certain event. And, you know whether or not the person has any involvement okay. say well if you've got anything that you really don't want to discuss um, you don't have to co- you don't have to do it and what right. do you mean it? We, what do you mean we don't have to go speak to the police no you don't have to go speak to the police you know nice citizens think that they should be cooperating with the police and that's yep. a nice theory and it's a nice notion and we should respect the police but you're not obligated to go down and have a talk with the police, because if you lie to them, it could result in a criminal charge against you. And nine times out of 10, when you go down to the police and you think you can come up with a BS story that's going to be convincing, uh, cops aren't stupid, and they know that you're not telling the truth, and you just dig yourself a hole. You're better to say nothing if you have criminal culpability. If you don't have any criminal culpability at all, and they say, hey, you know, your neighbor is suspected of being involved in a crime. Did you see anything? Can you come talk to us? Well, then you may want to go right. down there and participate. But if you think you're the target of this investigation and um, you know it and the cops seem to know it, you can almost never help yourself by going in and concocting a, a story or an alibi for yourself, um, it never helps and, yeah. and the coach here is he just dug himself a big hole
0: yeah and tim down folks and again we're talking about the coach grasso these body cam videos he he is on leave for brian apparently he he went on leave um prior to this but um he also um how many he, he asked I, I counted i think six to seven times am i being recorded he gave one version with the officer right there until then he disappeared into the house and then came out and seemingly wanted to change his story would the body cam footage of his initial story where he says he was the driver of the car he has this story something happening at Blackie's he's very adamant that he's going to go and get the uh, He can he get the the, the video to sh- to show the officer um, but, but could his first version of events would would that be shown and play a factor into the case well
4: it it could be um it it certainly could be and especially if he chooses to testify they're going to run this thing and say (laughs) well you told the officer x and now you're testifying to y um i'm sure the lawyer was saying don't talk shut up stop right. it what are you doing why are you asking this cop to shoot hoops with you are you out of your mind yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's crazy wow and it's it, the cavalier approach that the coach had you know it's asking the cop to you know if he wants to shoot some hoops I mean that's just like really out of left field odd behavior yeah. um, I don't quite get it no. I don't know if you thought he was being funny or um showing that he didn't take the whole thing seriously. I don't really know what it evidences, but um, it wasn't a good look.
0: No. Folks, uh, quick break. Much more ahead, our legal analyst attorney, Tim Dodd, right here on the John DiPietro Show. We're... Propane Plus. Call them today. Heating and Cooling in Rhode Island, 401-885-4209 in Massachusetts, 508 508- 252-3359 for propane plus three generations you can always depend on propane plus for all your heating and cooling call them today 401-885-4209 three generations they're available 24 7 for service and delivery and they're going to serve you for a very long time they have a great user friendly website you just log on at propaneplus.com and then you type in your zip code residential commercial Propane Plus Heating and Cooling, always there for you. Give them a call today in Rhode Island, 401-885-4209. In Massachusetts, 508-252-3359. The Johnson family, three generations, heating and cooling. You can always depend on Propane Plus. Speaking with our legal analyst, it's Attorney Tim Dodd. Well, Tim, you know, we have been uh, covering, obviously, and talking about the various legal challenges that President Trump has in the Georgia case certainly is problematic. But one of the things that, that you have to credit have mentioned would be this could get problematic if somebody flips and says that they will testify. And I mean, I, I we have both been. Well, I've certainly been on the record since November of 2020 when we heard the release the Kraken. But. Sure enough, Sydney Powell now has pled guilty. The president's attorney in the Georgia case, and part of that plea agreement is she's going to have to, you know, not only testify, but I believe testify against her president. Let's pick it up. And there are questions I'm getting from people of, what about attorney-client privilege in this case?
4: Well, that that gets to the heart of it. Let's let's back up. Yep, a couple of steps. You're right, Sidney Powell was all over the the news on every oh. uh, every station, on every network, releasing the Kraken. She's got the evidence. You know, she's coming forward with the evidence. Chavez, and yep. She didn't come across with anything. Uh, all of her cases got dismissed. You know, and I, and I don't know that she ever had any cards to play or if it was all just a bluff, which is a very dangerous bluff, as we see anyone who's challenging election results has a very short window, like 45 days to, to figure out where the fraud is, because between election day and when the electoral college meets is a very short window for anyone to have a meaningful investigation into fraud. So she was filing these lawsuits, not prematurely, but Before she had all of her ducks in a row and all of these cases got knocked out, I don't think she could have proved it if she had two years to investigate it. But she only had 45 days, um, which for any lawyer to challenge a national election um, without really having the information seemed like a real fool's errand for any lawyer. Excuse me, to take on such a challenge. Now, she was charged with seven felonies in Georgia, all regarding the anti-racketeering laws that exist um, on the state level in in Georgia. Um, She was alleged to have participated with a group of people who improperly obtained um, software from the election um, equipment had it analyzed, um, did many things of this nature, had forensics done, all without authority or permission. Um, of the seven felonies that she was charged with, she they were reduced, and she pled to six misdemeanor charges. The disposition is that she's going to be put on probation for, uh, I believe, six years. And I believe she had been charged with... Um, conspiracy but she didn't plead to conspiracy so she's not acknowledging at this juncture that she conspired with anyone to um commit these crimes now the media is like rubbing its hands oh now we're going to get into all the meetings at the white house with her and rudy and all of these trump people who were figuring out, can we, can we institute martial law? Can we do all these things? Um, Yeah. Flynn was there coming up (laughs) with all these theories, which if any of them were pursued would have been um, disastrous, I guess is the best word now. So your listeners are saying, well, what about the attorney client privilege? If these discussions are being had in a room with six or seven people, um, and she represents, let's say, President Trump, but she doesn't represent Mike Flynn and Rudy and all the other people who might have been there. Then there's no privilege because the, oh. com- the communication is not confidential. You know, they're having a discussion in the presence of others. Right. So now let's assume there's discussions that she had one-on-one privately with President Trump, and let's assume, for the sake of discussion, that they were talking about how they could. Um, phony up the evidence, or commit some fraud in terms of the election uh, equipment or any other criminal conduct. One of the exceptions to the attorney-client privilege is if the attorney and the client are discussing participating in a crime. Wow. That, that, let's assume a defendant calls a lawyer and says, I'm in trouble. I robbed a bank yesterday. What do I do? And the lawyer says, you shut up and you don't say anything to anybody. Yes. Well, that's attorney-client privilege. That's legit. Right. But if, if the client called the lawyer and said, I'm thinking about robbing a bank, what's the best way to do it? And the lawyer says, well, here's what you do. <laughs> and starts to tell them how to commit the crime.
1: Sure.
4: Well, that would not be protected by the attorney-client privilege. That's not something covered. So the real question is going to be what discussions might Sidney Powell have had directly one-on-one with Donald Trump? And were they discussing conspiring to commit voter fraud? Mm-hmm. Or, that's one thing. If she was talking to him about different legal theories, that would be covered by the privilege. If she's offering comments and advice in a room full of people, that's not covered by the privilege. Yeah, Because it's not confidential. So there's lots of things now that she could pose problems for amongst the, I believe, 17 defendants in this case now it's always going to be an issue for any other defendants to say well wait a minute you're coming up with all this information now because you cut a plea deal and you've got a cooperation agreement and you've got to deliver the goods and provide the prosecutors with evidence that's going to croak some of these defendants so her credibility is always going to be at issue and you know just like michael cohen of course he was motivated but anyone with a cooperation agreement you know are they telling the real facts or are they gilding the lily to provide information beyond what's really true? Um, that's yet to be determined, but the specter is that she's going to have um, damaging information that will hurt some, if not all, of the defendants. And obviously, the media only cares if she can provide information that hurts Trump.
0: Yeah. Folks, um, we're sweet with our legal uh, analyst, its attorney, Tim Todd. Tim, there's an uh, odd situation in North Providence with these people living in this building and apparently there's unsafe conditions. There's been a lot of talk on whether or not the town of North Providence could actually step in and legally tell, I, I know people are saying they can't tell those people that they you know, have to be evicted and they can't be living there because of unsafe conditions. What about the legal aspect of that story?
4: There's a lot of moving parts to a case like this. Yeah. this The building is deemed condemned at this point, I believe largely because of unmitigated mold that has been allowed to remain in this um, condominium complex since a flood that occurred, I think, maybe back in December or so. So there's certain people who live there I understand that are owners. So they own their condo and they live there. Yep. Others rent from the condominium owner. So unit one might be owner occupied unit two might be that the owner rents it out to tenants. So there's all sorts of different, um, living situations. If There is a homeowner's policy, and it's an owner-occupied situation. There's going to be a certain amount of limited coverage for mold remediation. If you're a tenant, hopefully you'd have a a tenant homeowner's policy. Lots of tenants never get that type of coverage. Now, the tenants have a claim against the owner of the unit. The tenants also have a claim against the management company um, I question whether, <clears throat> excuse me, John, sorry, the management company, what have they been doing for the yeah. last X number of months to remediate this uh, mold situation? Apparently, if you walk into this building, it, it reeks of mold. It's uh-huh. an obvious, open, notorious condition. Um, so if you're a tenant, you can sue your landlord. And I think what you can get is like treble damages you may be able to get punitive damages. You may be able to um, back charge the landlord for a reasonable amount of time if you've got to suddenly go get into a hotel until you can find an alternate living situation. <clears throat> but the tenants, you know, have a tough road to hoe because it's not going to be put, uh, without a lot of legwork, um, any big financial recovery. Um, it seems to me... If I without knowing more of the facts, I would be looking to make a claim against the management company because they always right. have insurance. And sure. what did they do here? I mean, how could this have lingered? If you have mold, it doesn't just dry up and go away. It just gets worse and worse and worse until you right. you know, you um, you remove it from from the, the property. So can this property be rehabbed and um, can the mold be mitigated so that it could become habitable again? Sure, but I don't know how long that's gonna take. Is it gonna take weeks? Is it gonna take months? Um, Can it be done at all? Is the building too far gone? Um, That's gonna require experts getting in there to look at the extent of the um, mold infestation, if you will. But tenants do have claims. But it's not going to be for big money unless there's facts that would lead to the potential for punitive damages. If the conduct yeah. of the owners or the management company was so outrageous and they knew what they were doing and said, oh, screw it. Let these people live in this mold infested place. We don't give a hoot. If, if those were the facts, um, there might be something more substantial that the tenants can do. But only time will tell if they're going to yeah. have those sort of legal cards to play.
0: Folks, quick, quick, much more ahead. Legal analyst turning Tim Dodd right here on the John DiPietro Show. The Coesed Inn. 226 Coesed Avenue, West Warwick. Delicious food and drink. They have a great bar area. Always a dependable menu. Whether you're going to eat there or take out. A delicious meal is waiting for you at the Cohesit Inn. Look for them online. You can also find them on Facebook, whether it's lunch, dinner, or drinks in the lounge. Always a good time at the Cohesit Inn, 226 Cohesit Avenue in West Warwick. You're listening to the John DiPietro Show. Folks, let's go to this is some sound from the rally at the Rhode Island State House on Saturday. And we'll do a little stop and start. So. Here we go. Palestine
1: will be free from the river to the sea. Palestine will be free from the river to this person. Palestine, will
0: be, yep. the the sea, Palestine rain. will be free from
1: the river to the sea. Oh.
0: Palestine will no. be
1: free from the river Total to the sea. Palestine, Palestine will be free Get up Listen, in to Listen to, to this. Rhode stands, in the rain, with I, I'm after. Listen to this host.
0: Listen to this host.
1: Peace, everybody. My name is Maya. I'm an organizer with the Party for Socialism and Liberation, and I'm one of your MCs today.
0: This is someone who's trans. He's a man. Maya dresses as a woman. I just want you to understand this because the media won't tell it to you. Uh, once again as i've said in gaza there are no gays allowed there were no trans allowed they'd be executed this person is up there advocating for the very people that would kill him or her whatever pronoun they, they, that's how demented they are they want to give more power if this individual showed up at gaza and they're like hey wait a minute you're a guy calling yourself maya Putting on makeup and dresses and trans and dressing weren't here long, dressing like a woman, um, they'd be killed. And yet here they are on the steps of the Rhode Island State House and demanding support for the very people I mean that that's what I'm talking about. This this is not a group that makes sense. This is not a group that like who who would do something like that? Listen to them all cheering.
1: I'm here to let y'all know that this protest is being filmed, is being broadcast, so that the whole world can see that we stand with Palestine.
0: And I had to listen to this individual all afternoon. And, And no one said, no, wait a minute. If you're trans and you were in Gaza, it wouldn't be allowed. Yet you're advocating for them. That's how sick these individuals are.
1: And we understand that people are being harassed with their names plastered all over screens, driving around college campuses, but we're not afraid. We say we stand here in too many numbers. They can't dox us all. They can't dox the people.
0: Now they're talking about the situation at Harvard. Folks, most of the crowd that I saw on Saturday, even though they were outside pouring rain and they were wearing masks, yeah, his real profiles encourage this crowd.
1: That said, that said, you know, if you need to protect yourself, mask up. We have masks available for those who want them. What the heck?
0: In the rain. In the rain, those that need to, we can let you. How did you stop you, taking blood
3: sugar meds? We can I...
0: let you hide. We can let you hide your identity we won't say anything and we no one will know who you are absolutely and on the steps of this the, the state house that we pay for that's the thing that is also just so outrageous it was um i'll be honest with you folks it was tough to listen to this whole crowd it really was um only because of they they're just so preposterous with the blaming of the united states and blaming of israel let's go back to it. this is some sound from the rally on saturday
3: thank you so much sir. thank you i would like to do a chant in arabic so just follow what i'm saying okay this translates to from the river to the sea palestine is, an, is arab
1: okay oh minute
0: Again, it gives you an idea of the crowd <laughs> that we're dealing with. Um, this is going on right in our area, right at the statehouse. And there were some elected representatives, at least, that were with them. But it was a mixture of Black Lives Matter and the socialists and communists were marching. They were all like an odd assortment. It's a lot of misfits is what they are. But the entire crowd, they blame Israel. They blame the United States. They blame everyone other than the people that, by the way, on Saturday, there was no mention of the hostages. There was no mention of what happened October 7th. Those that want to support Hamas and the terrorists, they never mention what happened on October 7th. It's as if it didn't happen. That is their attitude towards it. Folks, again, we have the full video up at the website, tepetro.com. You're listening to The John DePetro Show.